Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Do you know how cool we are? No, I have no idea. We're so cool because we don't have a SoberCoffee.com. We have a Sober.Coffee. I mean, who else has a dot .coffee So I'm account? not sure if that's cool or stupid. Uh, yeah. Nobody but we can... are the only, I think we're the only dot .coffee that I've ever heard of. Yeah. And good. I did a lot of research. Yeah, it's good stuff. So well, It sounds cool. Yeah, it sounds cool anyway. Um, What's going on, brother? Well, you know, we got a special uh, table for three today. Oh, man, I love table for three. I know, I know. And I'm super excited because this is, uh, uh, I've got some history with this woman. Um, I remember going to meetings. And, of course, you know, as we talk about, Glenn and I have uh, similar backgrounds. We go to the same meetings, you know, 12-step recovery, Alcoholics Anonymous. And um, so so I'm sitting in the room, and uh, it was for lack of, for people who don't know where we were from, 191st Street, and and this lady walked... Chicagoland. Yeah, Chicagoland. So this lady walked in, and she had a smile on her face, and, and she sat in the back right by the door, you know? And uh, and I kind of waved to her, and I said hi at the end, and she said, hi, I'm Lynn, and, and away she went. And, and then the next week, uh, same meeting, Sunday morning meeting, she was there, and I said, hi, Lynn, and she said, oh, hi, Mike, and... And uh, she sat right by the door, and then boom, she left, and and that was that, and and this repeated itself uh, time after week after week after week, and and, uh, and then I I quit seeing Lynn, mm. and uh, but but in the time we we not only said hi and bye, but then I her daughter was getting married, and she was nervous about that, and so we were just starting to kind of get in in groove, and then boom, she gone, and uh, and then she came back, and. Um, and I saw her in a meeting. I said, oh. hey, Lynn, right? And she goes, yeah. I said, how you doing? She goes, I am doing fantastic. Never been better. Whoa. And I said, okay, well, tell me about that. So anyway, wanted to have her join us for coffee this morning, if it's all right, Glenn, and have her share the story, her journey about where, where she came from, where she went, and uh, what brought her back and, and what's working. Does that make sense? Should oh, we have totally her should we does. have her on? I mean I could throw her out. But no, I think we have to She so, drove all the way here from Florida. So. I am trying to think in my mind because I thought I met Lynn through Zooms, but I think I remember her in the meetings yeah. prior to Zooms. Yes. But my memory doesn't work very well back then. But. Sitting by the fast exit. Lynn, welcome to the coffee welcome, shop. Lynn. Hi, guys. Hi. So nice to have you. I love your smile. Thanks for having me. And your suntan. Yeah, she's got a little suntan. She's a Floridian, so we're not not overly happy with her geographical (laughs) decision she makes. She's a place to come visit, guys. Yeah, okay. Well, we can can host from there. So, Lynn, Lynn, I have to ask you a very important question before we start. So, I understand that the villas where, where you live, like everybody names their villa. And yeah. and and you were talking about naming yours, Stop but you it. didn't want you didn't want it to be like a name name. You want to have like a nickname for it, right? So, what yes. nickname did you land up with? Okay, well, I I ended up calling my my house is called Loom Stuga. Loom 
Lundstuda. In yeah. Swedish, because I'm Swedish, is Serenity Cottage. That's oh. awesome. I love it. On there. And, and you know what? I'm going to be honest, Glenn. You kind of gave me that idea. Wow. Um, so I, I, you, you used the word serenity. I don't know if you said serenity house, exactly what it was. And that got me thinking. And I thought, you know what? I can do this. And I, I'm going to use it in That's Swedish. awesome. So that's I love it. I that is fantastic. Yeah. That is yeah. fantastic. So Nice. So Lynn, let's jump in, man. You um you came you came on board. Um you obviously had some history with uh whatever, you know, alcohol and and uh you you came looking for a solution and and you found the rooms in uh, Mokina, Illinois. Can you tell me a little bit about what brought you into those rooms? Well, what brought me into the rooms the first time um was my kids. My kids came to me one day and asked if I would go to AA with um, my son has a friend that's, um, his mom is in the program and, and reached out to her and said, I think my mom needs some help. Um, so that's how I came into the room the first time. Um, I, I came in, um, not really sure, I guess, and, and, and very scared and not knowing what to expect. Um, but I didn't want to lose my kids. So, so I came in that that's what got me started. Mm-hmm. So when when you said you weren't really sure, were you not sure about like what you were walking into, or you weren't sure if you had a drinking problem? I well, I would say for 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 definite, um, I wasn't sure what I was going to be really walking into. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you hear all these stories about you know Alcoholics Anonymous, and you know things get planted in your brain from other people, and and I, I thought you know I don't need to be going there. That, that's that's not for me. You know, I have a job. I have two jobs. I have three jobs. You know, I, you know, raised two kids on my own. I, you know, I, I don't need that. So th- that's, that's the perception that I had. Um, the other thing was, I don't know if I thought that I was truly an alcoholic. Well, I didn't think I was. It, it, I proved that I didn't think I was by, by doing the things that I should have done that I didn't do. Mm-hmm. So um, that that's kind of where that started. You know? So so you kind of you came in under under for them you didn't come in really for you the first this first time you came in because they they this was a path they wanted you to go down it wasn't necessarily the path that you were eager to go down at all right right okay. and 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 i don't know that i was against it mm-hmm. i think in the back of my mind i thought oh i probably do have a problem i you know i when you're drinking at home alone and i'm hiding things when you live alone Right, um, right. I would, now I know that's a problem. At right. the time, I didn't think it was. I thought, you know, what's what's the big deal? Yeah, right. Um, I, I wasn't a daily drinker. Um, I wasn't an every weekend drinker. Um, but when I did drink, it was a binge. I, I was a binge drinker. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So, so I, I guess I truly didn't believe a hundred percent that I was. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That makes sense. That makes sense. And I, and I, I sat in the back of the rooms, Mike. You, you're right when when you say that. Um, you know, I would walk in and um, I would hear every single day how it works. I would hear the promises. I would hear the stories, and and I would just sit there, and none of it made any sense to me. I'm like, that's that's not me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not me. I I don't I'm not that way, and and um, I, I just truly didn't absorb it mm-hmm. it really didn't so so what what happened with that unresolved well i guess what what i could say happened is i, I put the drink down the first time 
and my daughter was like you said my daughter was getting married um six months after i put the drink down and i put it down and i went to a meeting every day for the first 90 because that's what i was told to do so i did and i i i worked in a school so i was off in the summer so i could do that and my daughter gets married in in december get through it just fine smooth sailing you know they made sure that i got handed the apple cider versus the champagne toast when it came time and you know we had it all planned it was all it was all set up and mm-hmm. and, and i didn't have a problem it was like this is this is not that bad i can do this mm-hmm. and then covid hit and school stopped and i was at home and um i was by myself and i um thought one day you know i could do this i could have a drink it's not what's the big deal mm. i can have one i can mm-hmm. have two and I can walk away and um, ended up three days in the ER at uh, Payless, then in a three-day detox, then on the psych ward, then in a rehab, all in a matter of three days of thinking I could have one drink. Yeah. Completely flipped me over. That's 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 just the that's the nature of the beast. So there and are some people out story. there. Yeah. There's some people out there that are saying, "Wow, that's a lot." You know, three days of drinking to go through all that stuff. I can sit here and 100 percent relate because yeah. I've done the exact same thing. Sure. Well, you justify in your head. You you begin to justify that. You know, well, I certainly I'm not going to end up where I ended up last time. I'll just start moderately. I've learned. I've yeah. learned this time. Yeah, it's I've different. learned. Yeah, I'll do. I'll be. I've I'll moderate this. myself. I've got this. Yeah. And you yeah. ended up in hospital. Yes. And, you know, I, 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 I kind of, like, have some ideas of, of you know, I, I didn't stay sober. I didn't work the steps. I didn't pray daily. I didn't let go and let God. I didn't do any of the things that I heard in the room mm. every single day that I went. I, I sat in the back of the room, like you said, and I scooted out right after. I didn't come early mm-hmm. and and get to know people. I didn't stay after and get to know people. I, um, I didn't face the truth. I didn't let trust my higher power. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, and I didn't do it out of disrespect. I, I, I want to make that very clear that I did not do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. I did not knowingly be, um, what's the right word? I don't know. Um, I didn't do it on purpose and I didn't do it to be disrespectful. Right. It is thing. I, I just, I didn't know any about it. I right. just didn't, didn't think I was an alcoholic. I right. Guess. Right. And you did, and you didn't. So if you don't think you've got the problem, then you're not going to embrace the solution. Right. right. And, and I think that's what I'm hearing you say is that, you know, you, you thought, well, you know, yeah, I'm just not like these people. You know, I, Trust me, I I went through the same thing. I I go in the room and I'm like, well, I didn't crash. I didn't crash my car that many times. <laughs> okay, okay, Mike. Well, you know what did you crash? Your life, you know. And and you hear that. You hear people saying that. Well, I you know the yet stories that you hear. I didn't do that yet. I didn't do that yet. You know, and and so I knew better. Mm-hmm. But it just it just didn't click. Right. Um. And and, and I'm going to be honest. I I tried it one more time after that. Right. After going through all that, set, telling myself, there is no way I'm ever going back. No right. way I'm ever going back. And then one more time, I thought, I can do this. Now, I stopped myself and didn't get right crazy. In a bad situation. Right. Um, but sitting in the room one day, um, after I tried a second time to, to do this myself, um, 
I heard somebody in the room say, um, this is this is what truly, truly turned my program. Mm -hmm. um, step one says we admitted we were powerless over alcohol. And, and this person said, we can admit it all we want. You have to believe it. You have to believe it in order to, to know that you can truly get better. And that maybe that doesn't stick with anybody else, but man, did that stick with me. I didn't believe it. You know what? Now I believe it. 100% believe it. Um, and that, that turned my program around. Um, that's what, that was the start of my turning my program around, knowing that I needed to work this. I needed to do it right this time. You know what I love about that and, and, um, is, is that they say that, and I've heard this in the rooms often, they say that step one is the one you have to do right. You know, the other ones you can, okay, but you have to get the first step right. It sounds to me like that's the realization you came to. You got the first step right. Yes. yes. Wow. Powerful. You know, um, and, and now, I, now I do all the things right. I do the steps. I've worked through the steps. Um, you know, um, my mom, um, growing up, my mom was, um, religion, faith was very prominent in our family. We went to church every weekend. We hung out at church all the time. we That's who we hung out with, families, friends, everything. Um, and my mom would always instill that Jesus loves us no matter what. He's a loving and forgiving God. And when all of this came crashing down on me, that's all I kept thinking was, you know what? If God can forgive me, I can forgive myself and I can move on. And there's hope for me. There's hope, and I and I know I use that word a lot. Um, you know, there there's hope for everybody out there if they want it. Mm -hmm. And and you know, it, sometimes it, we have to get beat over the head, and sometimes we don't. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm I feel very fortunate that I that I didn't have to. I mean, yes, I went into a rehab, and yes, I went into a hospital, but it could have been way worse. Mm -hmm. Could have been way worse. I could have lost my kids. I could have um, not had the relationship I have with my kids now, not have a relationship with my grandbaby now, mm -hmm. you know, I have a grandbaby and boy, I wouldn't do anything to mess that up. Right. Right. So, so it sounds to me like, and you're right. You do say, you do say hope and you do have a faith in a forgiving higher power. Right. But you, I also know you well enough to know that you really work this thing. You, this is not a passive endeavor for you this is a aggressive i mean you your foot is on the gas pedal of sobriety uh every time i see you and i and that's often yeah i i do mike i you know i i don't ever want to go back there um i i get on my knees every day my my first things out of my mouth every morning is good morning lynn this is god i will be handling all your problems all your joys so sit back, relax, and enjoy the day. And I'm That's trying awesome. very hard to live that way. You know, I, I, I saw that quote um, on the internet one day, and I was like, hey, that's really cool. That's cool. You know, that's God talking to me, not me talking to God. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and that stuck with me a little bit, too. So, yeah, I, I truly try um, very hard to work the steps every day. And, you know, sometimes I fail at it. And when I fail at it, I catch it. I catch it right away. I don't have to sit in it. Um, I, I can figure out what I've done wrong. I can figure out 
what I can do better. Um, I can figure out how can I help somebody. Um, I'm now a sponsor, sponsor instead of just a sponsee now. And, wow, that's and great, Lynn. I'm loving that, mm-hmm. loving it. Um, it's it's a rewarding thing, you know. Um, and as as most people know, once once you get into here, that that's what you do. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's awesome. Can I can I take you to a dangerous intersection? Uh oh. All right. Sure. So right because. You know, you went there. You went there. You went to, to the program, and then twice, you went to that place where you said, "Ah, I'm different now. I can handle it." Um, I've been there. I'm different now. I can handle it. Your brain, my brain, still wants. Occasionally, it's it goes there. I I don't. I find myself at that dangerous intersection, saying, "You know, I could probably drink like a normal person." What's your go-to? When your brain goes there, Lynn? You know, I guess for, for me to stop myself from going there, um, which doesn't happen very often anymore. Honestly, Mike, it really doesn't. It, 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 you know, every once in a while I might go, oh, man, that lady in front of me at the, at the grocery store has a four pack of wine. I used to drink those and I like that, you know. But immediately I'm like, no, you can't do this. You just can't. You will lose everything. You know, you're you're gonna lose your kids. You're gonna lose your grandkids. Um, and and just I turn and I pray a lot. I do. Um, I, I you know there's 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 the, the third step prayer is kind of long, so I just stick. What sticks in my head is guide me, lead me, control me. Mm-hmm. So those are the three things that I say to myself when I feel myself maybe going down a slippery slope. So you find you find yourself a block away from the intersection and say, nope, I'm not going to go there. Guide me, lead me. Okay. You don't right. let yourself get to that cliff, to that intersection. Well, that's sort of the three stages of a relapse, right? Yeah. You have the emotional relapse where you're in situations that are throwing you sideways. Mm-hmm. Then you have the mental relapse where, where you, know, you find yourself at the intersection. You look at the lady in the you know, grocery the store pack. line with the four pack and you start saying, wow, I used to do that. And boy, it's been such a long time since I had a last drink. Boy, my, my body, my, my, my brain probably will process it differently this mm-hmm. time. That's kind of the mental and then the actual physical is when, when you go by the four pack. Right, right. And four pack, why a four pack? Why because not a, because a it's three high, pack. No, it's very high end. You, oh, because <laughs> you justify the fact that you're just buying four little bottles. It's not really right. a full well, bottle. I mean, it, it, you, you you forget about the times that you went back three more times to get it's another marketing. Book. That that's right. That's right. Exactly. We can laugh about it now, but 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 we can laugh about it because we stop ourselves before we even get down the block to that intersection. That's great advice. Yeah. So, Lynn, let, let's talk about sponsorship. So, you're a sponsor today um, to a guy, right? No, to a girl. I'm just I'm He's just kidding. kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You. No. Most of the time, most of the time, in fact, it should be all the time, guys stick with guys and girls stick with girls. Right. There are exceptions. So I, I know of yeah. one exception. Right. I know one. Right. So go ahead. You're, go ahead. So, with your... no, I just want to see how is that going um, and and what is your experience with a sponsor? Um, my experience with, okay, let, let's start from day one. My first sponsor. Um, I, I had no clue how to do it. Um, you know, pick a sponsor. I picked the lady that sat next to me. You know, I, I knew nothing really about her. Um, 
And, you know, I would ask, so when are we going to start doing the steps? When are we going to start doing the steps? And she'd be like, we'll get to them. We'll get to them. And I'm like, okay, well, I keep hearing all these things about, you know, you got to do the steps. Steps, steps, steps. Maybe I'm not ready yet. Maybe (laughs) I need to wait six months before I start to do a step. I did 11 months and never did a step the Mm. first time through. And, um, you know, now my advice with that is if you think that you should be doing more in the program, you need to step up and say something. I should have. I didn't. I should have. Would it put me in a different position I am now? I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't ready. Um, But to me right now, it's very important to have open communication with your sponsor or sponsee. I, I said that from day one when when my girl asked me, would you be my sponsor? I said, first, I have to pray about it. I have to talk to my sponsor about it. And, and we'll talk tomorrow. I want you to pray about it, too. And um, talk the next day. And I said, my biggest thing is honesty with us. I said, you have to be able to say anything to me and not be afraid of what my answer might be or my response might be. And I have to be the same way with you. And if you don't think I'm working for you and I'm not doing enough for you, you have to tell me. If, if I'm not pushing you enough, because I've had girls call me and say, my sponsor isn't pushing me enough. Well, call your sponsor. Yeah, Don't right. call me. Right. Call right. your sponsor. Tell your sponsor what you need. You got, you got a role in your recovery. I have an open communication. That is huge. That was mm-hmm. huge for me because my second sponsor um, got me through those 12 steps. Um, and um, it was amazing. It was amazing. Um so, yeah, it, it, open communication and don't be afraid to tell your sponsor if you don't think she or he is doing right by you and you're not learning what you think you should be learning or you're just not even sure. Either talk to somebody else in the program, which I did not do, or tell your sponsor. Mm-hmm. You have to have that open communication. That's really big. You know, I think of my relationship with, uh, and, and I'm a big advocate of having a therapist, you know, uh, as meetings are great, but therapy sessions are great too with a professional. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and and it's totally basis honesty, and and I can't get better if I'm not honest. It, that's my role in that relationship is to be honest because they can't help me if I'm not being honest. Right. So and, so, and- so 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 Lynn, let, let me jump in. So here's how I pre-qualified my first sponsor. And I was, I, I have to frame this a little bit. <laughs> I've I heard the story and it still cracks me up. So, so Lynn, I was in this posh rehab in Laguna beach, you know, penthouse on the ocean. I mean, it was, it was posh. And so this sponsor came in, you know, this guy from AA comes in the first week and, and they say, get a temporary sponsor, get a temporary sponsor. Right. So we had a couple of these people come in and this one guy came in and I'm like, that's my sponsor. And I picked him because he had a really cool watch on. And I just knew that was my pre-qualification. And I just knew. Now, I lucked out, okay? But there are people. So so let me, let me ask and bounce it to you. You picked the lady sitting next to you. Maybe there wasn't a whole pre-qualification process. Like, I'm not sure what kind of watch she was wearing. But... Um, so maybe you didn't pre-qualify or to help somebody today, how would you su- suggest 
that somebody new in the program pick out a temporary sponsor or a sponsor candidate? Um, I'm glad you said temporary sponsor. I think that's that's an important thing to probably do the first time through. Um, and and I even said that with with my sponsee. You know, let let's try this out. Um, let's see how it goes. We'll, we'll you know keep in touch, whatever. But I asked my the girl that that asked me to be her sponsor. I said, why do you want me? I said, what makes you think you want me? And she said, because you always sound like you're talking from your heart and I love your shares. And I, I can see the hope in you. I can see that I have a chance. Maybe I had also some, some similarities. Um, I played softball. She played softball. Her daughter played softball. My daughter played softball. So we had some things, you know, commonalities. Um, Glenn and I had a lot of commonalities as well. He drank. <laughs> I drank. We we both drank. It was it's both very un, very uncanny. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, for me, you know, to pick somebody that you feel you might have a connection with, whether you know, I do a lot of Zoom. Um, I do do in person here. Um, I said do do. I do mm-hmm. in person here. Do do. And um, I, I really, really like it. I, I feel like that's a huge um, that's a huge advantage if you can go to in person meetings. Zoom got me sober, so I'm not complaining about Zoom. I still love it. I still do it. Um, but it, I, for me, it has to be somebody that you have a connection with in some way. Um, you like their shares. You you connect with something they're sharing to you. Um, not to you, but in the rooms, um, or, or you just, you know, like their positivity or you like that there's gotta be some kind of common goal. At least for me, that's what it was. I'm not saying that's what it has to be, but that's for me. Yeah. that's what, I mean, my, uh, sponsor today, I, I mean, he still has a nice watch, but I, 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 I picked him because I wanted what he had. Yeah. Right. And, and what he had that I wanted, first of all, he had probably when I picked him, he had f- three years sobriety at that point, maybe oh. four, right? So, he, you know, he kind of knew Which what Which was doing. a lifetime for you. Yeah, right? totally. It's like, but, whoa, four hey, years. But, but there were guys that had 30 years, and yeah, like, right. they won't be able to relate to me, right? Right, right. But he had kids, right? Mm-hmm. And I had kids, and I needed help with mine. And, and so, you know, and, and he showed up a lot, right? I saw him a lot, so I knew he was involved. And when he shared, I connected with what he said, right? And then I had some couple conversations with him. So, you know, Lynn, to your point about the connection, you know, I felt like I had somewhat of a connection with him, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and, and so that's why I finally asked him. And, and it turned out to be an absolute miracle for me. Right, right, right. So, so Lynn, let's take, it, uh, let's take this from a whole different vantage now. Uh, talk to the person whose daughter just suggested that they go to AA or get some help. What what are the couple, three things you would say to that person? I would probably say if somebody's suggesting that you go to a program or suggesting that you get help, truly take that and go with it. Don't... Um, don't do what I did. Don't don't sit back and, and say, you know what, I'm going to do this for her. I'm going to do this. Really look at yourself. Really take the advice that you get when you walk into that room. 
really sit down, find somebody that you can talk to um, and, and try working the steps because more than likely, if somebody else thinks that you belong there, you probably do. And if you've even thought for a second that you might belong there, you probably do. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's, that's pretty much what I would say. Yeah, that's, fan, that's fantastic. I, I love it. Own it you know, own, own part of it. I mean, look, I knew, I knew when I was in my teens that I couldn't handle my consumption. You know, I made all kinds of excuses. I didn't eat. I don't weigh in a lot. I, you know, I, I had all these excuses. I, and I went through decades of continuing to tell myself, I probably don't have a problem when I knew inherently I did. And so it goes back to your main point, you know, sit on that first step. I mean, do you really, do, do, are you believing that you're powerless over this thing called alcohol or not? You know, if you don't believe it, then go out and, you know, as Dr. John says, go out and, you know. Yeah, do, do your research. Do but your research. It's just, you know, I have not seen somewhere there's a, that invisible line. Once you cross it, I've never seen anybody go back. No. And it just gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. There is a solution. I'm not one that likes to say go out and try it on your own and see if you can do it because that's certainly not something I would want somebody to do right um but but truly you know it, it, it you can pick yourself apart pretty quickly and you know you, if you're hiding bottles at home probably an alcoholic if mm. you're drinking alone at home you're probably an alcoholic i mean you know there's there's a lot of things that that can tell us immediately that we're alcoholics and this is where we belong right. but we're happy we're today we're recovering alcoholics and you, you certainly are yes, living the, are. you're living the promises right now yes i'm telling you my my life has turned around like i can't the, the joy and the happiness that i have in life is unbelievable and unbelievable and do you mind do you mind if i ask you just celebrated an anniversary not too long ago how much how much time was that i am 18 months 18 little months. over 18 months that is fantastic Amen, man. That's great, Lenny. Yeah, Lynn, thanks so much for joining us at the coffee shop. Thank you. Ben, yeah. Thanks, guys, for having me. I want to say one more thing real quick. Yeah. Uh, you know, hope is one of my one of my my go tos all the time. And 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 one of the things for hope is hold on, pain ends. Hold on, pain and, ends. I hope. love it. And and Lynn, we while we are broadcasting your audio. We are seeing you on video. That's right. And, and the whole time I'm looking at her, I'm just thinking about the word hope, and yeah, I'm wondering there's why. A, there's a sign right behind her that says hope. <laughs> oh, yeah, there is. I know. <laughs> I'm like, hope, hope, hope. Yes. Hope is an anchor for the soul, guys. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Lynn love, love it, Lynn. Lynn, love you. Thanks so much for joining us Thank at the coffee guys. shop. All right, Lenny. We'll okay. see you. We'll see you. Thank All right, you. bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution. 